We are the Coin Boys, your average everyday crypto bros. That's right, it's Andy, producer by the way, on Twitter, I'm producer BTW. Of course, sitting across from me is Danny Gutz. What's up, everybody? I'm Daniel Gutierrez, and my, I'm at dgutierrez84 on Twitter. Yeah, so welcome to a re-intro to Bitcoin, blockchain, cryptocurrency, and of course, us. Because we believe in new people coming into the space, and we believe that new people listen to us. And we think it's important to reset. Daniel, we've been around for a year. Yeah. We have more information. We're more of your average informative crypto bros. Yeah, we definitely, I feel much more uh, confident to answer a lot of these questions now than I did the first time. Uh, around and so if you're listening to us right now you're either you've either been listening to us for a while and this is the episode that when people ask you what is bitcoin this is the episode we want you to share with them yeah and we'll tell you in the way we've learned bitcoin in our views and what we think and how we would want to have learned if we had this opportunity back when we found yeah. out about it years ago. This is what we wish was taught to us when we were still trying to figure things out. Let's get right to it though Daniel who are we? So we are your average everyday crypto bros. We started off uh, in entertainment, both of us, and we were both early adopters. So this is just something that at first was kind of like a hobby, something that we wanted to know a little bit more about. So we started this podcast to try to help others learn while we were learning. And since then, we've grown. We've been able to speak to with people directly in the space, talking to people who are a part of the history, who have been around for a long time, and people who are changing the future of this because this is a space that's always changing so we we will do is we will research coins um quite often and lately we've been researching coins and getting somebody from that coin to talk about it now yep. or, or token whatever it may be now we will say are these popular are, are these the most popular sometimes that we review are they are they uh least popular we're on the we're on the list are they the point is when it's not where are they on the list, it's more what did we learn from them? What can we get from them? What kind of information can we get from them? Because, you know, I would wish to interview the highest of the high, but that'll take a little bit more time. <laughs> but yeah, if you just want to hear about projects, adoption, growth, those are things that we support very much so. And there's a lot of other influencers and people out there and i'm not calling out any names but you know you get different information from different people but this is who we are mm -hmm. i don't have to say we're not giving you financial uh this is not financial advice because i will not give you financial advice there's zero financial advice we don't even talk about price on this no show so that's the number one three four five six reasons why we believe in what we believe. Now, there's another thing that you'll get from us, and that's actually a gaming-centric perspective, yeah. Daniel. Um, and I'll tell you, know, first of all, I'm a huge gamer. I know Daniel plays video games, but I am massive. Major. Yes. Uh, I worked in gaming. I did a lot of journalistic stuff in gaming and shot a lot of stuff for live streams for, for, like, for instance, E3. Uh, and I also helped develop on a TV network for gaming, yeah. which is pretty cool. Uh but what we noticed is that there's a connection between gaming and cryptocurrency more than ever. And we Which, go as far back as our f one of our first interviews was with a gaming-centric token, yeah. Theta token. Uh, so we actually have interview really cool. we've interviewed EngineCoin, Wax, Theta token, Sliver.tv. These are all gaming-centric pr uh, platforms, platforms and projects in the gaming space that are using... Uh, 
you know, the blockchain technology, which we'll get into uh, a lot. So also, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll find gaming centric articles because gaming and crypto have so much. There's the games being made on blockchain, Daniel. There's fun stuff. So if you're a gamer, if you are a gamer, but you like crypto, check out our show. We're going to talk about gaming. We're going to try to at least every episode. Yeah. And if you're wondering exactly how they connect, we'll get into it a little bit later. But that's a part of what you're going to get with our show. Why are we doing this to help others? Well, this particular episode is because what happens is a lot of new people coming to the space, one, are, are very, very lost. So I kind of want to set you on a path that's a bit more targeted as opposed to just kind of going willy-nilly anywhere. And I'm bringing back willy-nilly. <laughs> um, Do people not say willy-nilly? Not anymore. I feel anybody under the age of 57. Can't tell you the last time someone said willy-nilly. <laughs> right now, buddy. So I don't want you just walking around willy-nilly uh, asking random people um, questions and, and kind of going to random places on the internet. Uh, we kind of want to guide you a little bit. Uh, in addition to that, um, we, wanna, uh, we want to tell others to you know what what warnings what you should be careful of when you're coming into this space because that's also a big part and hopefully we want to give uh, our fans something that they can share with other people uh and so should you like this please share it uh because this is hopefully going to bring everybody towards one common goal and that is uh, making bitcoin become a fruition making blockchain technology come true and and hopefully um everything works out yeah so daniel what is bitcoin this is the question that brought you here. What is Bitcoin? Daniel, what is Bitcoin? All right. So Bitcoin, very, very simply, very, very simply, it is money. It is money just like you spend uh, on PayPal, on Venmo, anything along those lines where you, through your credit card, through the internet. All right. It's just money. Now, the difference between this and the money that you know of, whether it be the euro, the dollar, so on and so forth. Uh, is that this is global. So there are no borders that keep it in one area. You can use it anywhere around the world in, this, in the same vein as gold. Gold is accepted everywhere, and you can exchange that for whatever currency you are trying to, to get it for. All right? Uh, same thing. The other thing is uh, it is decentralized, which means nobody controls it. No banks control it. Right. Which is a huge, huge advantage. So it also becomes it also comes with a lot of warnings and a lot of things that, that can that can work against you when you are you, you become your own bank. But imagine a world where you don't have to worry about uh, how much did I pull out that day? Can I pull out any more money from the ATM? Or oh is it Sunday? Is the bank not open? I can't go do this. Or um oh my dollar doesn't work in america like my sorry my dollar doesn't work in england uh i'm gonna have to exchange you don't have to worry about any of that stuff it's just it just goes and how it's done how it does that is through blockchain technology which we'll get to in a moment but when you what? go when you go to decentralization you have control the other thing it has is deflation all the money out there in the world that i know of is all inflationary when i was a kid I could go to the dollar. Uh, sorry, I can go to the um, the movies for about six bucks, seven bucks, depending on the night. Now it's fourteen dollars, and that's just for me. And that's if I want a regular movie. If I want three D, that's more. It could get really expensive. So our dollar has inflated, folks. Um, 
And I'm pretty sure wherever you're listening to in this world, your money has too. This does the opposite. You're, it can only get more valuable because there is only a finite amount. And what amount is that, Andy? 21 million Bitcoins. That's correct. And they have not reached that. And they, they predict that's something that they're kind of trying to predict is when that will happen. They say a few years down the line. No, then, no, then there is a predict because it's all algorithmic. No, that's true. You mean, oh, really? It's all algorithmic. So every few years, they really... Well, they only release a certain amount, and then that gets halved, and right. then that gets halved. Right, right. No, he said it. Well, we'll get to Satoshi Nakamoto, mm-hmm. who did set up the algorithm for cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, correct? Yes. Okay, so who is Satoshi Nakamoto? You must know. This is You're probably wondering if you don't know who the hell this person is, and why is everyone talking about him in cryptocurrency? He's anonymous. He, she, the team, I don't know, a dog, a cat. Oh, we, I hope it was a dog. We have no idea... Who created this? But we do have proof of emails being made, a white paper being written with the name Satoshi Nakamoto. Is that the true name of the person, the people, the, the, the female, the male? We have no idea. And that is the beautiful thing. So out of honor to this man, um, when you buy a Bitcoin, you don't actually have to buy a full he Bitcoin. or team, dude. He, Remember, team, or dog. I say he, her, or team. Got it. Very well. So, Satoshi Nakamoto, to honor this entity, <laughs> uh, he based, uh, I'm going to say he, I don't know why, it's just going to happen, sorry. So, Satoshi Nakamoto designed it so that way, um, to, to honor, so that we honor this person, you don't have to buy a full Bitcoin. You can buy a part of a Bitcoin, just a small part. Um. And if you go down to the smallest bit of a Bitcoin, it's called a Satoshi. All right, think of it like a penny, a few cents, um, you know, anything less than your dollar, whatever that change is, that's what it's called. And it's actually eight decimal points away, so it's pretty deep in. This is why you're able to create to have a global economy with just 21 million Bitcoin. Blockchain is very simple. Just like you go to your bank, you go online, and you kind of uh, check your record. You check to see how much money you have in the account. You see where you spend your money, all that stuff. That's all on record. That's what the blockchain is, but magnified globally. It's not just your record. It's every business, every person, every wallet. Whenever somebody spends any money anywhere for anything, that's all on the record. So it knows exactly who has what, when, where, and why. Now, remember, this is decentralized. Nobody owns this. So this record is actually kept not in just one area like like they did with Equifax or with Wells Fargo or anything else that's been hacked, Target, when all the information got hacked. Um, it's on every single computer throughout the globe that's participating in this network. So if one computer gets hacked and it's trying to say that, um, well, this guy doesn't have a thousand Bitcoin, he actually has one million Bitcoin, uh, every other computer is going to say no and then reject that aspect of the record. Right. Because it does not match all the other records. So this is why they say it's very secure because if you want to hack it, you can't just hack one computer. You have to hack all of the computers or at least a majority of them in order for you to create a new record that now that now takes over all of the other things. Which as of right now, there's not a computer that can do that. But they're saying quantum computers. They're saying a quantum can. computer in the future may be able to Whatever. do Whatever. It doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Now once, once it does, let me know. Uh, um, it's pretty I soon. I wonder how friend. fast I could play it's Fortnite gonna, on that. It's going to be still good. Gonna lag. You it's know still going to lag. You're going to lag. That's what's going to happen. So, uh, you're going to uh, you're going to have to basically 
realize that this 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 globalization this doing things this way makes it more secure than anything else out there available right now now has it been hacked you may hear about hackings in the news and we're going to talk about that but the answer to that is no the the coin itself has never been hacked what what has been hacked is somebody's wallet which we'll get into in a moment basically it's like somebody went into somebody else's pocket and took the money well you can hack a program that interacts with the blockchain correct you can you okay, can hack so that's hardware that interacts with the right with it but you cannot hack the actual record okay so now to recap we told you what bitcoin is and what blockchain is now let me just tell you it in a really layman term. This is my description for you. Sure. Bitcoin is literally the credits you've seen in every sci-fi movie you've ever seen, where they're asking for credits, digital money. Mm -hmm. Literally, this is that, okay? Or whatever that was supposed to and be. And if you have not seen a movie that involved that, what <laughs> then, is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, God. Watch some sci-fi. Get, get a child. Now, blockchain is like the matrix meets money. And it's this huge network that is a public ledger that is connecting everything without duplicating, like Daniel said. So the yeah. matrix, right? Mm -hmm. Blockchain. Uh -huh. And then what do I say Bitcoin's like? Money? <laughs> no, like futuristic money. Digital creds. Creds. Yes. So if you love ner being a nerd, there's something nerdy about Bitcoin, and I love it. And that's something that I fell in love with. Like I was like, damn. That was the first attraction for This me. is really like the true peer-to-peer -peer money. That was my reaction, Daniel. I was like, whoa, this is cool. First first that came to mind, and this is no joke, was the total recall scene where he's in the taxi, and the taxi's a robot, and the robot says, that's 25 credits, sir. And he doesn't pay the robot. He just balances. All I remember, every time I think of credits, I think of Batman Beyond. That's a good one, too. Terry McGinnis having to give some credits. Yeah. So, also, one last thing. You guys love that Starbucks app you're using every day, right? Think about that. That's getting into what we're going to talk about in a second, but literally, they're digitally you're you're digitally buying your coffee, sort of, but you're using real money. Imagine being able to do that with digital currency that you own in your own wallet. That's that's the control you well, have. Well, imagine being able to do that without having the to get to hook up your bank account to the Starbucks account in order for you to pay for that that right. money or pay for that on, on you're your paying phone. them directly from your pocket, not a bank. Mm -hmm. And you don't like have that. to worry about losing any of it because it's all right there. And then uh, segueing to what wallets are and seed passwords, Daniel. Um, tell me about that since we're coming off of... So how you become your own bank is thanks to something called a wallet. Every single kind of coin has a wallet. Okay? Every single one. Um, now, for Bitcoin's wallet, how it works is you have two kinds of keys. Think of it like this, a private key and a public key. Private being uh, uh, the key, sorry, key being a set of numbers and letters capitalized and, and, and lowercase um, that are just random. And it's a long, long set of it. For you to remember it is very, very crazy to do in your mind. Good luck. Uh, but I'm pretty sure there are people out there that have done it and can do it. Uh, but I'm saying you don't have to. But the good thing is your public key can be seen by anybody. Around the world, you could put it on a billboard and all they could do with that public key is put money into your account. The private key, the one that you must keep secret, the one that you must focus on when it comes down to wallets, that's the account number that you have to make sure that you keep private to yourself or to loved ones who you trust and want to be involved with it. But 
there's even a better way than giving them your specific private key, which we can get to a little bit later. So the the I'm seeing I'm I'm just gonna straight up say Daniel that it's so much to take in. I'm just I'm I'm giving you a reaction right now after a year of doing the podcast and trying to reintroduce Bitcoin. It's we crazy. know so much, but honestly, I know you're confused right now. I know there's a lot to take in if you've never listened or know what Bitcoin is, but. Here's an issue. We've got into seeds, and that is actually an issue for cryptocurrency as well. So what are seeds? Seeds are, are, are keys that basically protect your... They're literally a key that unlocks the blockchain where your money is living. Your yeah. money is living literally on the blockchain, and you're... Now, key- when you say keys, what do you mean? So you have... There are words. There's certain wallets you can have. There's a hot wallet, mm-hmm. which is a computer-based downloadable app Okay. that goes either on your phone or on your computer. Then you have cold storage, which is literally a piece of, it could be a piece of paper, could be a hardware wallet, yes, like a but ledger. but what are seeds? Seeds are the keys that unlock the door. So when you open what a wallet- What are they? I'm getting to it. They're words. Oh. They're words. People don't know what seeds oh, are. I, I see what you're saying. That's funny. Is that why you were- Yes, asking? I kept on asking you that. But, see, but, but even se- f- so for you now, see, this is a good example for you guys out there to listen to because there's so I much like knowledge that. that you have to eventually get in your head that you kind of forget the extreme basics. Yeah, the he's right. The themselves he's are not wrong, guys. just words. They're, about, they're anywhere between 12 and 24 words that you must keep safe and keep it accurate and keep it somewhere uh, in, in, in order. Keep it somewhere where- only you have access to because should you lose your private key should something happen to your computer and you need to re-get your account how you do it is through these words you type them in exactly in the same order that they were given to you the exact same way they, they were given to you and you will have your money back online well what i was getting at is that you eventually open whatever ch- you choose cold storage or hot wallets and you start with your seed you now, you, you got to write it now down now you were getting into the second half which was there are different kinds of wallets there are different kinds of wallets yes. but but i'm saying every different kind of wallet still has a seed yes every single wallet you open and you will have multiple wallets when you get into and this will have separate keys separate seeds separate everything and daniel's right i was talking about a terminology that was hard to explain and really the simplification of it is it is words that you you save <laughs> but i am not wrong he it's a key to the door to that blockchain You're right correct if you lose it like daniel said say goodbye that door it's gone i once opened up a wallet and i accidentally just lost the keys and luckily i didn't use that wallet yet but i lost i lost the seed words and they i was like oh i was just i was gone <laughs> i have something Whoops. to tell you recently well, go ahead so recently metamask was taken off of google google chrome right yes metamask being one of the wallets for ethereum I finally was like, all right, let me get my MetaMask back and put it on Firefox because now Firefox does it. Guess what I had to do, Daniel? I had to get my original C code that I have written down somewhere. Mm-hmm. I got it. And I'm writing everything out. And then there's one word. I'm like, what the fuck did I write? <laughs> oh, no. And I couldn't for the life. I saw a D and a PH and I tried. Wait, is it is it depth? Is it is it de- deck? Is it dirt? Is it dude? I lost my shit until finally I'm sitting there. This is the kind of trouble you guys can go through if you don't write correctly either, if you don't write it neatly. Yeah. Is that a light bulb went off and I recognized the word finally and when I put it in, it's all there. Excellent. Everything came back. But that is the... the what if I never figured out that word, Daniel? You I would have lost, lost everything. And guess how many... I had a lot on that wallet. 
I know. It scared the shit out of me. For Ethereum, yeah. This no, just was... happened to me too. Uh, guys, I've been in Bitcoin for a long time, but because I wrote it down like a fucking idiot <laughs> and horrible <laughs> handwriting, I almost lost everything. Yeah. Great example. People have lost. I've I've lost something. You've lost that. We can tell you <laughs> countless stories. And in fact, that's why there's that 21 million number of Bitcoin is definitely BS because people have lost their seeds. People have lost their hard drives where the where the money lives. People have lost everything. You lost your hard drive. It turned out to be the word debt. Oh. So what are the other 11 words? In order, please. Oh, man. <laughs> so you got it. I got it. And uh, we would have been in debt had you <laughs> had you lost those keys. Well, now everyone knows one word in my private key yes, on my, fire, my, uh, my MetaMask. Good luck with everything else. Enjoy. <laughs> if you're a hacker, go for it. But uh, um, great example, great working example. That's what Daniel and I can offer is at least experience mm -hmm. for you guys so you guys don't do what we did. Yeah. So you got to keep everything very safe. So before you take your first steps into this, make sure you can understand how the wallets work. All right, you can make your own and do a possible small test. Do not put in a lot of money when you first do this. Not because you're fr I'm afraid of you losing the investment, which is one possibility, but the main reason is because you can lose the actual Bitcoin if you do something wrong. So be very, Absolutely. very careful. Now, we talked about other coins. There are other things called... Altcoins. Yes, altcoins. I don't want to stay too long on altcoins because we have a history mm -hmm. of episodes you could actually check out uh, that we have done already for you. On different altcoins. On different altcoins. But Tell the them. reason why we need these, we, we need them is how they work is they're called an altcoin because they're basically not Bitcoin. Anything but Bitcoin is considered an altcoin, an alternative coin. Now... Why do we need them? Because they each do separate functions. Blockchain is not just for uh, you to keep a record of your money. It can also keep records of contracts. It can keep records of, of how, many, uh, how many items you have in your store. It can keep track of anything that, to which you want it to keep track of through something called a smart contract. And a smart contract is just that. It's a contract that is very smart. It can... It can make itself go through depending on whatever parameters you put once everything is met. So for example, if Andy agrees to pay me to do a website for him and we agree on $100. I will not pay you for that. Just kidding. You owe me. Uh, well, the, basically, as soon as I finish that website and, and, I can prove, and I can prove it's been done, the contract will enact itself and it will automatically give me the $100. That's a good safe, safety net for both of us because one... It'll show that he has put up the one hundred dollars, and two, I will receive the hundred dollars as soon as the, as the uh, work is done. So all these people who you hear about these big time really rich people who stiff the small workers, sometimes they make it to be, become president. Um, then that this kind of helps to prevent that. All work can be paid for because of a smart contract. Sure, um, absolutely. And again, it. it it also keeps track of what are called assets, your digital assets. Digital assets are, a Bitcoin is a digital asset. Another example, going into gaming, you guys have skins. Skins are anything that you can put to change the costume or accessory, Aesthetics, anything of how something looks, which sometimes you can buy. Not just skins, Daniel, items too, meaning weapons. Are Isn't that a skin? Oh, a weapon no. all together, right? Yeah. A weapon all together. So what you want to say is items or skins. There you go. Both. That's how you separate it. They're digital assets. Um, 
Yeah, digital assets, and here's why we said that earlier gaming was so connected, because gamers have already been doing digital transfers and trades on video games for years. But what they haven't been able to do is, is to own it and well, keep it. Right, right. So what this does, what blockchain does is shows that only this person owns this particular weapon ever for their game. And ever. they're saying and that they're going to be able to cross items into other games that are from other games well so that's already a big advance but but that's what and that's, that's what that, that's what said. the that's what that's what they want to do but away from blockchain basically now um when you have that skin or you have that gun or you have that sword whatever it may be you can trade it so if i had a weapon that andy really wanted to use or keep for himself i could trade it to him and he could either pay me or give me something else in return and we will now completely own those things. And as Andy said, if you have if you own one asset in one game, hopefully you can transfer it to another game that's on the same network or that's willing to participate within those parameters of that particular asset that you have. Yeah. So this is going to be huge. And as you listen to our podcast, as you listen to the different episodes, you're going to learn exactly the different use cases for each of the altcoins. Yep. And, and so... Uh, we we'll definitely encourage you to to follow that. And we said all those altcoins. We've been doing episodes for a while. Go back. We got all things from like Ethereum. There's Ripple. There's um, uh, things recently like something interesting like SafeX. Uh, we got interview with McAfee's. There, there's there's a lot of projects and people in the space. Check it out. Yeah, and we're also on, on the blog. I've been kind of uh, reading into the news and interpreting the news as I see fit. And within that news, sometimes you get really obscure coins that you've probably never heard about but should probably take a look at yep and uh so just one final section of this whole deal that we're in is the you know let's let's talk about headlines social media in this cryptocurrency space it is interesting you're gonna hear a lot about what we call fud fear uncertainty and doubt yes exactly and what this means is you're going to, once you kind of get into the space, you're going to be a person who's always looking at the news. First off, try not to do that. It's going to drive you crazy. Um, but if you're, but you, it's good for you to keep up and you're going to see a headline that's going to say, this company has partnered with this coin. And then uh, what happens quite often is the markets move really drastically. Yes. They All do. right. Uh, first off, again, that's one of the reasons why we don't talk about price. The markets move drastically. That's always going to happen. If you are in something, be in it because you believe in the technology. You believe that it will be successful, but be ready to jump ship once you have given uh, been given a reason otherwise. And you take your loss, but you try not to lose a lot. You try to minimize those losses, okay? Uh, FUD. It happens to everyone. <laughs> and you're going to... Those headlines are, are killer. You must read beyond the headlines. headlines. You must really interpret this. You must really figure out what it is that they're going to try to say. An example that I've heard recently, which will kind of give a date to when this was, is somebody said, uh, that I saw like five headlines, five different headlines from reputable news sources that said, Roger Ver, who, if you don't know who Roger Ver is, look him up. He's interesting. Roger Ver is going to open up his own exchange. But that's not what he said. If you read into the article, it said, Roger Ver... Is go could open up his own exchange if he wanted to very easily. Right. 
Okay, that's the difference. Exactly. That's not same. That's not the same exact. And thing. you're gonna see articles like, uh, economist predicts Bitcoin will go to a hundred thousand dollars by this date. Like even John McAfee said he'd eat his own dick if it doesn't go to like something. But just remember, they don't know as much as you don't know. That's the amazing thing. We don't know. I don't know. No one can predict the price. You know, so be careful what you that's see. That's an interesting way to say it. they don't know as much as you don't know, which as is as much kind as of, we don't know. As as we, that, that's true. Like there's only a finite amount of information. I'm saying we're and all nobody's an expert. We're all in the same playing yeah. field. No. The experts on NBC don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah, we're all. This we're, is we're, nobody's new. an expert at all. Now there are some people who are a bit more informed and can read certain things that that you can't, and that's going to happen. But you, that's why we are in this together. We're in this to try to figure it out together. Yes. That's the point of our podcast as well. So in regards to that, where do we go to look up some information? Where can you go to look up some information? First off, um, CoinMarketCap. That is a list of all of the altcoins. All of the, then the only Bitcoin, but all of the altcoins. Uh, uh, and where, how much money has been put in, how much money has been traded with them, what are they worth? Information on where to find their website, where to find their white paper. You're going to hear about something called a white paper. A white paper is basically an outline given by that particular coin or token saying exactly what they want to do and exactly how they want to do it. Some are more detailed than others. Do you mean a business plan, Daniel? It's not a business plan I know, because there's also the That's what someone programming. Says. Yeah. Some people may assume that may look at it that way. It's not because there's, <laughs> there's a, a lot, lot of programming. programming, a lot of math. Not every single one is easy to read. In fact, a majority of them I can't fully understand. Yeah. It's very difficult. Um, if you are that kind of person, you may want to go to GitHub. GitHub is where programmers go to post code, to kind of interact, and, and that's where a lot of the open source projects kind of develop and flow is all through GitHub. Yep. Uh, Reddit. I kind of put it at the end now. It used to be where I first got my information. Reddit it used to be the, the best place to get it. But now it's kind of like... It's a shit show, bro. Yeah, but they sometimes still have some good information. Well, if there's a cryptocurrency you like, uh, you go over to their Reddit if they have one, and usually they're they're decent, depending. And, yeah, that, that, we've had some experiences there's ourselves. A, there's not a lot of interaction sometimes on Reddit. It's been it's definitely died down. So that's why I put up Telegram and Discord because a lot of times, if you are really very curious about a coin or token, you want to ask a question about it. Going to the Telegram and I, Discord may help a bit more. I won't name names, but we once posted one of our you know, researched episodes in one of their Reddit groups, and we got like one person's like, "They're saying fud, get them out of here." Yeah, and we were just saying like the, what we the honest truth about it, which was not very great. It's like, can we can we ban them because they're saying good information? Yeah, it was so weird. Or they're saying and bad information, quote unquote. The mods didn't ban me, obviously. If they would have, I would have like really like went at after them because you got enough karma to do it. I do. <laughs> Um, I always say that, don't I? Yeah, but the point of having Reddit and Telegram and Discord, all three of them together, is because you can, a lot of times, interact with others who are you know more advanced than you, that know a little bit more, that will answer your questions when you're lost, and that will hopefully help you out. But the other problem that you get with these things is people are fanboys. Do not listen to a fanboy. And what is a fanboy? Anybody who, when you ask them about a question... Like, yep. it's like, oh, uh, which one's better, Ethereum or Bitcoin? They're going to answer, dude, Bitcoin sucks, Ethereum only. Or, Ethereum sucks, Bitcoin only. I always joke and say Bitcoin. Yeah. Because that's all I could recommend. Yeah, that's true. But 
anybody anybody that puts down another coin is a fanboy. Sure. You have to be very careful of those people because they're stuck. They could be heavily invested and are just trying to pump you up onto what their investment is so that way they can sell their stuff we've, at a higher price. We've had openly questionable projects on here. Yes. That didn't have proof of utility, but we asked the questions we needed to ask them. Because we wanted to learn something from them. Yes. And and hopefully we did and hopefully you do from those interviews as well. And here's one other thing is that keep in mind there's a lot of really just no regulation on ad work and, and people are taking money for, for shilling projects and what doing I, sponsored work, which is okay. I, yeah. But we will not take money from an ICO. Now, I'm not saying like a project is different if it's a product. I'm talking about ICOs because guess what, Daniel? And these people should know ICOs are illegal in America right now. Yes, they are. You cannot start a fund for an ICO in America. There you go. Right? Yeah. That's Am I wrong? Yeah. Now, an ICO, for those of you who don't know, stands for Initial Coin Offering. An Initial Coin Offering is kind of like an IPO, but a bit shadier <laughs> because it's not regulated. So that's why you have to be very careful with what you invest in, with what you agree to buy. You have to definitely do your research on every single one. I am always weary of anything from YouTube or mainstream media that you're aware of. Uh, Coindesk is a cryptocurrency-centric kind of a tri a semi-tried-and-true um, cryptocurrency uh, news outlet. Um, you can trust it as much as you trust you know, any other outlet the, the, uh, when it comes down to cryptocurrency news. Now, the mainstream media, like the New York Times and Bloomberg, they're kind of coming in late to the game, so while their information may be correct... To an extent, there's always something that's a little off and makes it kind of not worth its value as, as an article. So you have to be very careful with how the mainstream media approaches it. It's good that the mainstream media is talking about it. I will say it gets people uh, to know about it or ask questions about it. But it's not very good for trusting. You have to definitely dig in a little bit deeper to more crypto niche, crypto centric uh, websites. Would you disagree? Uh, no, I don't disagree. And also, Twitter. I didn't write that down, but Twitter is a great one. Why? Because sometimes you can actually get the people who are the CEOs to write back to you sometimes. But it's fun. So now that we're here, I just got to mention something real quick, Daniel. Telegram is uh, a messaging service that has become very crypto-centric. They have even said that they're doing an ICO. I don't know much about that, actually, so don't ask me. Mm -hmm. I was secretly in a group to watch and see how awful it is. They have what's called pump groups, Daniel. Wow. Okay. It Which scared me. We're more effective back in the day. Yes. Where literally they're going, countdown, everybody. Ready? Three, two, one, bye. Um, unfortunately, that's not illegal technically because there's no regulation. Exactly. So just keep in mind what's happening in this space. And do you think a lot of those people know what, what they're even trading half the time? No. Know what you're trading. I'm not saying you can't trade. I am not. I'm saying do your research before you buy, and if you're trading, make sense of the trades. Yeah, and be, and this hopefully I don't know how, how you do it, but uh, day trading like day yeah. trading the charts it just kind of confuse us all. Yeah. But um, when you do decide to sh shell out some of your own money for something, whether it be Bitcoin, whether it be Ethereum, whether it be some sort of coin way far down the list on Coin Market Cap. You definitely want to make sure you have researched and make sure that you put up money that you can lose because you can lose this on anything. All right. Have your 
have a way out, have a quick way out. Um, so that way you can do the, the least amount of damage. And if you don't have that quick way out, only hold what you can, are, are willing to lose. Uh, some people will say, oh, instead of going to Vegas, I'm going to use this money to buy Bitcoin. Instead of going to Starbucks every day, I'll use that money to buy that much worth of Bitcoin every day. $3, yeah. $2, $20. Um, I think the minimum now is 10 bucks on most places. Um, so just FYI, but I'm not, uh, but there are other ways around it that you can buy it from somebody directly and say, Hey, if I give you a dollar, will you give me a dollar worth of Bitcoin? If they want to, if they are Bitcoin enthusiasts and really into it, they should just give you that dollar worth of Bitcoin straight up just so you can see how it works. And it's very small loss. Yeah. Um, now, uh, what do you look for, sir? In, in a to in a coin or a token when we are researching? I'm always looking for proof of utility. How are they getting there? What's the use case? Number one thing in the world for this world is use case and no one talks about it. Yeah. If <laughs> a lot of the, the this is such an early field that a lot of the things that are being said that are going to be done have not actually been done yet. So a lot of the coins and tokens that people are buying are on hopes and dreams that hopefully that project will come to fruition. Literally in 2017, all coins were pumping that had absolutely no use cases. Exactly. And that scared the shit out of me. And it's still happening, I guess. But they say, though, here's the thing, is that they're building them. You know, they're building these use cases, which I understand. But we're still waiting to see yeah. how these projects come out. Yeah. Also, we're trying to look for people who have a good record, or at least no bad record that we can track. Um, at the very least, not saying that we're extreme huge journalists or we know how to judge a programmer or a developer or anything um but you can at least do some research into the people behind it and see who has what to gain and why are they doing it do they seem genuine because sometimes there are some people out there that i really truly feel are trying to make a coin uh, completely free that is better than bitcoin but uh, and completely free to the people just to have just to kind of help disrupt the the future of uh, the future economics of things um then there are others that i'm like okay well this guy's doing doing this coin because he plans on making this much money and he wants to make this much money for the rest of his life uh, but he's trying to get us all to buy otherwise he doesn't make a lot of money all right so you have to be very very careful who is behind your coin yeah now um our favorites have lately been stuff that with current use cases things that you can actually go to and use and and have and have we've a lot, been using fun with. the the wallet i guess it's it's more of a product bitpay um yes which i've had some really mostly good experiences with but there's some rare moments i had some bad experiences well, with and bitpay is an answer to people who are wondering well okay i have bitcoin but how can i use it because there are certain places that will directly take your bitcoin and certain places that you would like to use your bitcoin on that don't enter a card like BitPay. BitPay. BitPay is a credit card where you link it to a a Bitcoin wallet that they have access to. Mm -hmm. And they, whenever you want to fund the card, you put that much money into the card. You just kind of, it's a it's a prepay card. So you pay it out anytime you want to use it. I've used, And it's saved me. And everything is on the blockchain, even when you, well, the blockchain they're using, it's it's connected. When you upload it to the card that's on the blockchain, yeah. when you send to the card that's on the blockchain, uh, I mean, to the wallet, uh, you can use an outside wallet, but you can use their functioning wallets. They do accept 
Bitcoin Cash and Ethereum in some cases. Uh, some no, it's just Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin. It's, there are some. There are a few. Some cases. It's, there are other cards besides BitPay. I only use Bitcoin, by the way. Um. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, uh, but th- but that's not just one. There's there's a bunch of other like mm-hmm. like we we had this company called Engine Coin on the show, and they're they're literally close to getting betas out for uh, an actually uh, non fungible token. Uh, project with the blockchain where you're trading skins and items with with other video games. Yeah, like and then we talked to another place called Love Block, which Love their Block. their dating their security. idea is trying to make sure that everybody nobody's getting scammed on on dating websites anymore. They're they're more verified. So these are use cases that are interesting because they make sense. Now there's a lot of use cases that don't make sense. Um, do surfers need blockchain? Probably not. If there's surf coin, that so th- it's probably a good chance that, that won't survive. Uh, there's a lot of mixed. <laughs> it's gonna be surf coin tomorrow. Watch. <laughs> there's a lot of mixed reviews about marijuana cannabis coins. I think that technically one could survive maybe in the future, but why not just accept regular Bitcoin? Yeah. Why do you have to make a whole another coin for it just mm-hmm. because it's the same? No, I I think that there's things that don't make sense. Now another warning is, you know, how does this uh how does this affect your taxes? How does well, the truth is, unfortunately, that's not clear yet. It will be, but be certain that they are tracking you. Whether you, even though you think, oh, it's Bitcoin, it's anonymous. I promise you, they know if you are cashing out Bitcoin and they are keeping a record. Especially now, because company they're cracking down very, very hard. The SEC and the CFTC are cracking down very, very hard on companies dealing with Americans that are transferring money overseas you know that america does not want to allow that without them regulating it yeah no so no okay. they, so if you're giving your social they're tracking you BitPay, they required our social so they're definitely tracking you up um that's a lot of stuff dude it is a lot of stuff stuff where <laughs> to go from here continue listening to our podcast yeah so i think that's the most important part and luckily for you when we first did the first introductory bitcoin episode we barely had any shows now, you can go back and enjoy the journey we lived this last almost year. Uh, so there's everything from Engine Coin, Wax, Ethereum, Ripple, IOST. Uh, we have events like Coin Talks, E3. Blockchain Re- Beach. Blockchain Beach, very recent, last week. Check it out. Lots of perspective on that show. Uh, we have upcoming stuff coming too. But remember, D-Y-O-R. Do your own research. Use us as a supplementary supplementary thing to your research. Now, if you're not a social media person, get on social media. Follow us on Twitter at Coinboys Podcast uh, or on Instagram at Coinboys Cast. You can even email us, thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. Go to our website, thecoinboys.com. Get on the internet because if you are not involved in any social media whatsoever... Um, you're going to lose out on a lot of, one, information, and two, a lot of the use cases that, that you can see. A lot of this is actually going to be used in social media aspects. So um, definitely get on there. If you don't follow us, that's fine, but you need to be on there and checking things out. Yeah. Also, subscribe, rate, and review us, and ask us questions. We are happy to answer any questions. If there's a coin you want us to research, shout out shout out to us. First one to send an email, Daniel will fly to your house and have dinner with you. Just kidding. On your dime. Our email is thecoinboys at thecoinboys.com. We urge you and challenge you to send us questions about things you want us to talk about. Please email us. Please send me paragraphs. And, and also... Let us know when you know for a fact that we are wrong. But don't just say, hey, you're wrong, dipshit. Uh, 
you want to also give us information on why we're wrong uh, because we definitely need that. We want to know what's going on. We want to make sure that it's valid. Yep. And okay. to close out, I really had a great time on this I one. I had a great time. Oh, one quick There's thing. There's a lot here. Guys, there is a lot here, but don't become a fanboy. I got to reiterate that. Don't become a fan of one coin. It's not going to be one coin to rule them all. They're all going to have a specific purpose. You got to weed out which ones are, are going to have that purpose. Yes. And again, thecoinboys.com. There's three buttons there for any place you want to listen. And that goes for iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Plenty of outlets for you. Pick one. Enjoy it. You can even listen to them live on our website. I'm Andy. I'm Daniel. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.